Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Welcome to Life Chat, everyone. This is Chad Waller. And I'm Kurt Till. And I'm Rob Oxenford, and today our topic is going to be finding life opportunities in the commercial markets. Uh, a lot of times when we have our PNC agencies, we are so focused on uh, making sure that our clients you know, are having everything for the commercial needs, whether you're insuring the warehouse, uh, insuring their cars, ensuring every aspect of the business, uh, sometimes we find that we're not bringing up those life conversations when actuality, when it comes to commercial business, there are tons of life opportunities. Uh, so much we focus on personal lines, but from the commercial aspect, there's um, actually just so many more. Um, I know one that comes up a lot when I, my agents are meeting with the commercial clients is actually buy-sell. And this could actually range for uh, quite a few different businesses, whether it's a small mom and pop where it's just two people, all the way up to uh, several thousand employees. Sometimes there's still going to be people at the very top. Maybe it's a conglomerate of five people or two people who own it and they need to make sure that they're doing that buy-sell to make sure everything is taken care of so they don't end up dealing with, um, well, I don't the know. wife. There you go. Or yeah, the husband. Wife <laughs> who's ever left in that family who uh, has ownership to, say, those stocks or that share of the company. Yeah, and the thing I really like about the buy-sell concept is as an agent, you can approach this with your client without even mentioning life insurance. Mm. Because all you have to do is ask them, you know, hey, it seems like the business is really going well. You're starting to perhaps approach retirement age. What's your thought on business succession? You know, do you have a perpetuation plan? Who's going to take over? Do you have things in place to handle that? Or mm. just how is your buy-sell funded? Oh, yeah. And I would say with both those, the thing I like about it is that it, it really, from an agent's, well, I guess a client's perspective, it shows that the agent is really looking at the for future, that this is a relationship, I'm your agent, and I'm going to be your agent for the next 20 or 30 years. So what's the next step? What happens when you're no longer in the picture? Do you have a son that's stepping in or a daughter that's stepping in? Um, are you planning on getting out of the business entirely? What does that look like? And then when you, they kind of go into that, well, you know, if anything happens to me, I guess... You know? Even if they haven't, mm -hmm. it can get them thinking if, about that plan if they haven't. I oh, mean, that's sure. something that gets them thinking. Mm -hmm. And one thing I think you kind of said about the funding there is a lot of times I feel maybe someone's worried about bringing this up. If you say, hey, I'm not an expert on buy and sell. And the thing is, you don't have to be. Right, right. Those agreements are set up by lawyers. All we're doing is just funding it. So you're really just kind of bringing, okay, what do you get? What's everyone need? What's I can get cost? you that coverage. Right. Yeah. The, the most important thing on a buy-sell arrangement, actually, is the legal document. Yep. Um, as far as life insurance goes, we just provide the funding, and it's pretty simple. Do you want something based on a permanent product, or do you want something based on a term product? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one thing, too, I'd also say, if you happen to be talking to clients and they're like, oh, hey, yeah, we have a buy and sell set up. We set it up, gosh, when we first started the place 10 years ago, it's a great opportunity to say, hey, you know what? We should look at that again because you guys have seen phenomenal growth over the last 10 years and make sure you've got enough to actually keep this going. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I know sometimes when we are looking at, um, I guess, perpetuation of the business, sometimes that's not the owners, you know? Right. And something you mentioned earlier, Rob, um, you know, you you insure the building, you insure your fleets, oh, sure. you insure mm -hmm. your material. Don't overlook the most important aspect, insuring your people. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and what you want to do is take the opportunity, uh, examine your business, ask the client to examine their business, and who are those key employees that they have? Do you have plans in place that if one of those employees was suddenly not there, can the business continue? So you really want to do take that opportunity to look into key person coverage. Mm-hmm. And I know so, one thing we've kind of talked quite a bit too is that when you are looking at a key person, is that it could be anyone from a salesman specialized position or even someone like who just is there. It's usually not the business owner. Oh, yeah. Or mm-hmm. the person in charge. It's somebody kind of down low. A lot of times in sales, you know, if, that, if something happened to that person and they weren't there, how much revenue loss would that be right away? Mm-hmm. Or how much is it going to cost to replace exactly. that person? You're going to have to go out and, like you said earlier, find, find a firm, start the hiring process. How long is it, when you do find somebody, how long is it going to take to train them mm-hmm. to get them up to speed? Right. Or are you, here's another thing, are you going to have to bonus that person? Correct. You know, is there going to be a sign-on bonus to get them to, hey, leave a job that they're perfectly comfortable with to come work for you? And having that key man might give you a little cash set aside to actually be able to offer them a little extra something to come over. And it's it's also a good way uh, to keep an employee that, that maybe you've already have hired. Uh, we call it the golden handcuff, where you take a, personal, a per- permanent policy that earns cash value and have some kind of agreement with them. If you stay here till age 65 when you retire... We will use this as a bonus, using the cash value as a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can yeah. see that growing the whole time. Right. That's exactly. the best part. Every year yep. they're going to get a statement that's like going up and up. And it's even more and more incentive to stay because, heck, it's an extra, you know, say 50000 100000 now in my pocket because I stayed. So. And if they do end up leaving, now the business has cash value that they right. can use that to go out and hire that new person. So it's kind of a win-win mm-hmm. for both Absolutely. sides. Mm-hmm. Another thing I really like about the key person concept is as an agent, by selling this, you're kind of giving yourself a double bonus. Because let's take, for example, uh, a business where you did not have a key person policy on an account you have, and they had a key person event, and then that company closes. Mm, so I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That account closed, you no longer have those premium dollars coming into your business. But had you written a key person policy, that company would have been able to remain open. So number one, you would have been bonused on the policy that you wrote. And then number two, you keep those premium dollars coming into the agency. So really, it's a double bonus type of policy for an agent to sell. Well, I like that point too, because when you really think about it, when an agent meets with a company, their whole incentive is, I have to keep this business open. Whether there's a, a lawsuit, what can I put in place to cover that? What, if something happens to the owner, something happens to a key employee, that the business keeps moving forward. Because let's be honest, it's lost revenue. Exactly like you said, they're going to be out money. And I don't even know how much it is. Go find a new one. But yeah, I mean, it's it's more than it's worth. So, And then too, and this, this will kind of go back to the buy-sell along with key person. Um, if, if life insurance isn't in place to to be able to transition that business over in case of a death or if a key employee leaves and that business suffers with those two scenarios, the business closing, you know, there's a lot of other individuals that work at that company. If that business closes, how does that affect all the other employees' families if people are losing jobs? Good point. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a bigger picture. It's almost like a domino effect. Oh, sure, sure. And, and that's what kind of going back to it. Of just You said with the life is that businesses are ran by people. Those people will die at some point. And what happens after those people die is a huge factor on those businesses. Because what not the most important asset of a company its employees? Absolutely. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of employees, I think, Kurt, weren't you going to talk about uh, yeah, voluntary? Yeah, voluntary. And you kind of hit on a little bit earlier, you know, the commercial 
agent, with the, they have these clients and you're covering the building, you're covering the fleet, you're covering the equipment, um, workers comp possibly. So you're insuring everything. Why aren't you insuring the people? True. You mm-hmm. know, voluntary. It's 100% portable. So if that person ever left for whatever reason, they get to take the policy with them. Face amounts don't change. Premium doesn't change. The only thing that changes is where the bill gets sent to. And again, from an agent's viewpoint, there's really no downside to proposing voluntary benefits. There's no Uh, skin off the owner's teeth. Yeah, it's a win-win-win. They're going to do it or they're not going to do it. Exactly. So the agent, you just talk to the client you say, hey, Mr. or Ms. business owner, if I can present something to you at no cost to you, but your employees perceive it as a benefit, would you be interested in doing that? And everybody's going to say yes. (laughs) There's no underwriting. It's very limited underwriting. It's simplified underwriting. It's just questions. You know, there's no medical records written for. There's no paramed done. So nobody's getting stuck. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And we no. set up. Oh, sorry. And we set up the list bill. Like you said, it's nothing off them. Uh, so really, we're getting the payment exactly from their paycheck. So they're not having to do anything extra. It's it's huge. They never see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a very attractive option. It's one that I think a lot of agents uh, do not utilize enough. True. Mm-hmm. And it's not very difficult to do. I mean, let's face it. Would you like to write one group policy for a group of fifty people? Sure. It's one policy. It's it's a decent commission. Or would you like the opportunity to talk to all 50 of those people briefly and maybe write 40 policies? Mm-hmm. I mean, a pretty good day. That would be oh, a very good day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like you said, great day. I mean, literally, you schedule a day. Hey, I'm going to be in there Tuesday, X date. You know, if you let your employees know they can stop in. We can set up pre-appointments beforehand. Something you got 25 cases and you're out the door. It's like 40 appointments in one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard to beat. That's hard. That's a lot of driving. That's like a week. <laughs> Okay, so we've talked about a couple of different opportunities in the commercial arena, but uh, what I think we want to do now is maybe give you some tips on how to find those opportunities a little easier, things that you can do to uh, help your agency keep these things in the forefront. And uh, I think, Kurt, you had one... Yeah, train your CSRs. Oh, good the CSR, one. they they they're the they face. See, yeah, they see these <laughs> clients and talk to them usually more than the producers. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to hear about the things in their lives that are changing. Yeah, they're on the front lines. So you know, have the work with them. Have them uh, start to recognize certain phrases, certain catch words that when when they hear that, it's like, ooh, you know. Let's talk about this or refer it on to the agent for that. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, if I need to make a change to my policy, I need to even just, hey, hey, I need to change the bank account this is built out of. I need to move this date. Hey, I need to update this P.O. box. Who are they talking to? Right. The producer's out selling. It's the CSR who's in the office having these conversations. The day-to-day grind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they know them by first name. And so right. it's, sometimes, actually, it's even an easier conversation because they've talked to them six, seven times to say, hey, has you know, so-and-so ever talked to you about life? I'm going to make a note so next time you're in that they talk about life because we really need to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of on that making a note, uh, one thing I was going to say from a tip is uh, annual reviews. Uh, Good one. Yeah, this is a great time to bring it up. Um, a lot of times you're sitting down with the client uh, talking about, hey, this is when the new, everything's going to affect. Here's your new cards. You know that. Let's double check and make sure we've got everything checked off here. Oh, we still need to have that life conversation. Last time you didn't want to talk. This time we're going to talk about it. 
and just reviewing that. And even if they already have life with you, there's so many things that changed. Oh, by the way, we added 10 employees this year. We expanded. Okay, that's great. I want to get in and make sure they've got the voluntary life offered again. Um, you know, you changed the structure. Now so-and-so uh, is coming up in the company. Let's talk about do we need to get a key person on them? Do we need to add them to the buy-sell? Because that might change too. Who's the owner of the company now over the last time we sat down? So those annual reviews is just a good... And by doing that mm-hmm. and saying, oh, we have 10 new employees, we need to write them. Uh, there's another right. key employee we need to write. Yeah. You're keeping the other agent out the door. Exactly. Because if you're not doing it, somebody is. Someone else isn't wedging themselves in and saying, right. oh, by the way, since I've got all your employee benefits, I'm going to quote your warehouse. And, and we've, we've seen the studies, we've seen the stats. Once life insurance is, pl- is in place, mm-hmm. retention rates. Go oh. through the roof. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you want to be the one-stop shop for them for everything. People do not move life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I guess my tip is going to be, you know, mind the business that's already there. It, take a look at your current book of business. You have a lot of opportunity right there in your filing cabinet already. You've already got the relationship. You know the people. Sit down and talk to them. Get a little bit more in depth. Get to know about their business a little bit more. Find out what their needs are, what you can do to help ensure their hopes and dreams for that business or be it family or whatever the need is there, that's a big opportunity. Now, one of the things that I recently read, and it was very shocking to me, it was a LIMRA study, it said that 70% of insurance policies have not been reviewed in the last five years. Ooh. Wow. So. A lot of things change in five years. Yes. Oh, so much. And I got to thinking, why is that? And I think it is because as an agent, we have a sales mentality. Mm Mm-hmm. We want to earn more money, and we do that by sales. But we're really in a service industry. So do not ignore your book of business. Be a service-oriented agent. You're going to go ahead and work that book, and you're going to be able to get a lot more income there. It all kicks back to relationships, revenue. They trust you already. They've, they've, they've bought into what you're doing. That's why they're there. And let's not uh, limit the fact, too, you also have all their information already. So you're halfway right. to writing a new policy on them. So, Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And kind of go, going back to Rob's, the annual review, I want to go back to that for a second. Um, like us as life reps, producers, agents, we think about these coverages and what could happen all the time True. Uh, with changes. Mm-hmm. Normal people out there in the world, are, are the clients... They don't think about these things all the time, things that could be important. That's why the annual reviews are so, so important, where something may have changed and they're like, oh, oh yeah, that's true. We did do that. We do need to change that. Where if you're not having the annual reviews, they're just not going to think about it. But the annual review keeps it in the forefront all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It goes, oh, go goes ahead. back to being a, you know, be a service. Right. Don't, don't just look for the sale. Be a service. And like, be their risk manager. All three of us were agents at one time. How many times did people not have a beneficiary updated? Mm-hmm. The ex-wife or the ex-husband was still on there. Well, I don't know how many times, too, you're talking about that not reviewed in five years. I don't know how many times I'd say, hey, when's the last time you looked at yourself? I don't know, 10 years ago? Right. We need to talk. Or how many people mm-hmm. were older now that had policies written on them when they were kids and mom and dad are still the primary beneficiaries? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's When you're doing it, no matter what, if you're mining your book of business or you're doing the inner reviews or you're training your it's just asking those questions to make sure your file's updated and that you've got the most recent right. information on where there's new sales to be had. When mm-hmm. they first got their life insurance, they had a $150,000 house. Now mm-hmm. they've advanced in their careers and they have the $400,000 house. Probably a big gap there. 
I can only and wish two now. kids <laughs> and two cars. So kind of, kind of in summary, what, we, what we're kind of get at is in the commercial world, there's opportunities everywhere. Whether that's buy sell, key person, voluntary, they're all over the place. Um, as an agent, it's your job to. Um, like Chad said, mining your book, pay attention to that type, those type of things. Cause work with your CSRs. You already have the relationship mm-hmm. with these guys. Don't let the other agent in. There's opportunity there. All great topics. And thank you once again for joining us uh, here at Life Chat and uh, look forward to you next time. Bye.